0: Lord, we thank you that you are Emmanuel, God with us. Lord, just help us always remember you're with us. Lord, you're not a God who's afar off, but you're a God who is with us, who lives within us. Lord, we thank you for that, that personalness, that, that relationship that we can have with you. Because you came, you lived, you died, you rose again. Lord, so that we might have life. Lord, we thank you for that. We just remember all that you've done for us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Been sharing about uh, some hints for having a merry Christmas. Last week we talked about not having envy and jealousy. That envy and jealousy can can really eat away at uh, enjoying Christmas and and uh, being with others. Um, today I want to look at. If you want to have a Merry Christmas, you need to serve others. That actually, believe it or not, Christmas isn't about you. You know, sometimes we get in our head that, it, you know, Christmas is kind of all about me. What's it going to take to make me happy? You know, when it's all over, people say, well, did you have a happy holiday, a Merry Christmas? Did you, you know, was everything good? You know, and of course, we want to say, oh, yes, it was wonderful. You know, because everything went the way I wanted you know, everybody treated me right, but actually, I think as Christians we need to see that you know it's about serving. It's about serving. You know, as a church, we really we try to we try to think about how can we serve others, and and I'm I'm excited about you know the chances we have to serve through the Salvation Army. Um, our youth serve by uh, doing some boxes for Operation Christmas Child. And another group of our youth, they went to God's storehouses and they uh, prepared some uh, meals and things for the community. So there's a ways we can serve. And I think it's important for our young people to see that that's who we are. That's who we are. We, we serve. We serve others. But sometimes we need to think about how does that, you know, get into our own personal families. Oh, by the way, we also this year, we've also taken on serving by helping a couple families in the Lakota school, Lakota uh, school has a program where they reach out to families in the school, and so this year we've we've uh, helped two families in the Lakota school district. So um, that's just another way of another way of serving, you know. And there's lots more. And I know that that some of you do things we don't even know about, which is great, which is great. Um, but I want to look at how we can serve on a little, maybe a little more personal level, you know. Um, those things are personal, but like how can we serve when it comes to our own family, the people around us? Now, sometimes it's easier to serve strangers. It's easier to serve strangers. Um, sometimes it's easier to witness to strangers. That's why I think sometimes people like to go on mission trips because you can go and you'll do things with strangers that you won't do with your own family or people around you. But I believe as Christians, we need to live, we need to live as servants no matter what. And so I want to think about some ways that we can serve our families and in our family settings. Um, one of the first things you need to realize if you're going to serve is you cannot make everybody happy. You just, I, 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 you know, sometimes people think they can and people try, you know, Sometimes mothers, you know, they'll try to make everybody in the, ha- in the family happy, to keep everybody happy. And what happens is when everybody's not fa- happy, then you get pretty discouraged. And the reality is no matter what you do, no matter what you do, no matter how much you do, some people are never going to be happy. Just never. Some people you can serve and no matter how much you do, it'll never be enough. So we have to be very careful when it comes that we realize that serving is we do it because we're servants. We do it not to get response from people. If you serve to get response from people, you're probably going to be discouraged. And the downside is if you serve to get response from people, you'll quit because you didn't get the right response. But as Christians, we serve because that's who we are. And so it doesn't matter. Now, I will say it's a lot nicer when they respond and say thank you or they respond with gratitude, but it doesn't always happen. So we we can't expect thank yous. Don't expect thank yous. If you get them, it's okay, but don't expect them. We do it because we love people and we love to serve. That's why we do it. We love to serve. And it's not because we get feedback that we appreciate or make us feel good. We don't serve to build ourselves up, okay? We serve because we love others, and so, so why do we serve? Why? What's our motivation? Um, in Hebrews six ten, Hebrews six ten says, "For God is not unjust to forgive your forget your work and labor of love which you have shown toward His name, in that you have ministered to the saints, into ministered to the saints, and do minister." OK, so it says that we God sees why we ser- that we serve. God sees it. OK, we serve because of him. And he's not unjust. He won't forget what we do. You know, and so we serve because we love him. And we serve him. We serve him. Rewards. Rewards are sometimes here on earth a little bit. But rewards are mostly eternal. Mostly eternal. If you're going to do it and serve, you better do it for eternal rewards because you do it unto the Lord and he's the rewarder. Otherwise, again, you're going to be discouraged. You're going to be discouraged. So so we need to see that we do it because of him. We do it because of him. John 12:26. John twelve twenty six says, "If anyone serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there I turn two pages. There, my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my Father will honor." We serve the Lord. If we serve Him, when we serve others, we're doing it as unto Him. Okay, Jesus says if we give a cup of water in His name, that it's like giving Him that. So we do it from that perspective. That we do it unto Him. We do it unto Him. In Colossians the third in the Colossians the third chapter. Um, the. 23rd verse it says and whatever you do do it hardly as to the Lord and not to men knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ whatever you do whatever you do that covers everything. Okay, so whatever we do, we do it heartily unto the Lord. So whatever we do in serving others and doing whatever, we do it as unto the Lord, and we do it heartily. We're glad to do it. We do it wholeheartedly. We serve, and we serve as we're doing it unto Him. Unto Him. So when I serve other people, In the back, I don't know how you want to do it, but in the back of your mind or with the thought or the understanding that when I serve others, I do it as unto the Lord, that I am serving him. It keeps the perspective right. Keeps the perspective right because when it's unto people, it can get kind of twisted around. We can either twist it or they might twist it. But in our minds, we need to remember that when we serve, we serve as unto the Lord. That way, when somebody doesn't say thank you or doesn't show enough gratitude that that we decide is enough, we're not disappointed. Because you didn't do it to get a thank you. You didn't do it to get people gratification. You did it unto the Lord. So if you get none, it's okay. It's okay. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because you did it unto the Lord. So it doesn't matter if anybody says thank you. Matter of fact, doesn't even matter if they say something negative against what you just did. You know, if, if you know, sometimes in family, you can give a present, and especially children. I mean, children are very honest, or they'll share their feelings pretty honestly, and they'll let you know maybe something's not enough, or it's not right, or it's not the one I wanted, you know. And It's okay. It's okay. Um, Somebody shared last week that, um, I don't know, something I said led them to think maybe it was okay to limit how much they spent on their children. And they had a teenager that kind of revolted and said, no, that's not enough. That's not enough. You know, so sometimes we don't get the gratification we want, but we didn't do it for that reason. We do it as unto the Lord. And we need to remember that in all aspects of serving. When we serve, when we serve, when we do things, um, we reach out to somebody or we do something to serve somebody, you don't always get the gratification you want. But you do it unto the Lord. That keeps you doing it. If you do it for gratification, you'll probably quit because the response wasn't what I wanted. Or they hurt my feelings. See, your feelings aren't involved if you do it unto the Lord. See, it doesn't matter. You know, know, we're supposed to be dead to self anyway, but you know, we're not quite dead to self. I know we still got a little bit here and there. But you know, we're supposed to be dead to self. So if I serve and nobody says thank you, it's okay. It's okay. It doesn't hurt because I didn't do it to them. You know, I didn't do I did it unto the Lord. Matthew twenty. Matthew twenty verse twenty-six. 28. Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. And whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. We serve because it's the most important. You know, it says, if you want to be great in God's kingdom, be the servant of all. It should be a motivation of some sort. That in God's kingdom, we want to be what God would want. You know, it's not great. You're not going to get a trophy. Okay, I mean, you're not going to get, you know, you're not going to get a bunch of recognition or a prize. But, you know, in the kingdom of God, we don't do it for that. But it says in the kingdom of God, if you want to be great, so that puts it on some kind of a level that, you know, greatness in the kingdom of God is based upon serving. If you want to be great. You want to be great. You want to be great in the kingdom of God. If you want to be great in God's eyes, we should be a servant. We should be a servant. We should be a servant. And who do we serve? We serve all we serve all. We don't pick and choose. We don't pick and choose. Well, I'll serve certain people. And sometimes that thing of gratification plays in. Well, I did something for them one time and they didn't seem to appreciate it, so that's it. I'm not doing nothing for them again. They didn't say they didn't say thank you. They didn't they didn't seem to appreciate it like I thought they should. You know, that we serve we serve because it's what God wants us to do, not because of the response. So when you think about your family, when you think about your family, you serve your family. You serve your family. You serve the people in your family. You teach your family to serve. You teach your children to serve. You know, it's a, it's a teaching time. You can teach your children to serve. and You teach them by example, but you also teach them by sharing this is what we do. This is who we are. We serve one another. We, you know, you don't always have to rush and push and get to the front. You know, just find opportunities for your kids when they're kind of, you know, I want to be first, I want to be first. Everybody wants to be first in families, you know, they have especially children. You know, I want to be first. And it's like, no, we teach them. No, we serve we serve one another. This is who we are. These, are. these are things we can teach. Things that we can teach. In Galatians, the 5th chapter, the 13th verse. It says, For brethren, you have been called to liberty. Only do not use liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. I find that very interesting. You know, as Christians, we're free. But it says we're not free to serve the flesh. You know, well, we're free. I'm a Christian. I'm free. I can do whatever I want. I'm free to do whatever I want. Matter of fact, I can do what I want. And if I mess up, God will forgive me. He's that's his job. Isn't that wonderful? And that's kind of a kind of a, you know, but people really some believe that. that you know, we're free now. And so I'm free to do whatever I want. But it says our freedom is not for our flesh. Oh, my flesh. What's my flesh? Well, it's all the things that I want to indulge myself in, the things that I like, the things that make me feel good. Well, that's what I like. What makes me feel good? You know? Serve me the right food. Give me the things I like. The right things to eat, the right things to drink. Drink. I'm amazed how people can't drink certain things. Oh, if we only had just water, it would solve the whole problem. But we have so many choices. I don't like that. I don't like that. You know, it's not what I like. You know, we we, we indulge our flesh so many times. What is it that pleases me? What is it? I'm, I'm, I'm free. I, I can do whatever I want. We spend. It, it influences our spending and our, our flesh and our spending habits. You know? The things I want. Almost we think sometimes is the things I need. You know? Wants and needs get kind of blurry when you get the flesh involved. You know, so we start to, we start to think that it's about me. It's about me. Did you have a good Christmas? Well, let's see. Did I get what I want? Is that what it takes? Is that what it takes to have a good Christmas? That I got the things I want? See, that's indulging my sinful name, my flesh, my wants, my desires. Oh, yeah, I got this, this, and this. I'm happy. I got what I want. I got what I want. Where's the serving? Where's the serving? Isn't it, you know, it's nice when your birthday's in December because you can preach these kind of messages to encourage people to give you stuff, you know? <laughs> now, they, they know me. I don't get, you know, I'll marry with, okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. You know, in our family, we don't give a lot of presents, okay? So I have, I have zero expectations. <laughs> and it, it's it's you know, I'm. And let me say this. That's not saying presents are wrong. Okay, that's not saying presents are wrong. I think we ought to give. And it's okay to give. But it's not what it's all about. It's okay to give. If we give, okay. And if we don't, okay. But it's not what it's about. It's not, my day is not going to be happy based upon what I get. It's not, it's not going to you know, make my happiness so, you know, anybody that's bought me something's probably throwing it away right now. Say, well, okay, I'll just return this. You don't need it anyway. <laughs> no, but, but, you know, we really got to think about it sometimes, you know. What does it take to make us happy? What's it take to have a Merry Christmas? Stuff? Things that indulge my flesh? You know? It's not celebrated to make me happy. To make me happy. And so, so we have to begin to realize that, you know, it's about serving. And it's about celebrating Jesus' birth. And why, How do we do it? We do it by honoring him and worshiping him and serving others. And serving others. I think serving is a big part of it. You know, what can you do? And you know what? Think about it. Just, an, just a thought. But what about trying to think of somebody you could serve that wouldn't expect it? Sometimes that's really neat, I'm not saying you have to, but just think about it. maybe there's somebody that might come to your mind that you could serve that wouldn't wasn't expecting it you know that they they didn't think you would do that you know and, and you, I think if you pray about it and you really get serious, I think the Lord will show you somebody I think he'll show you he'll show you somebody somebody that you could serve do something for you know and 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 really, that's what makes that's what makes Christmas enjoyable. I don't know what the right word is enjoyable is not the right word, but I guess godlike that you know we we do things because it's who we are as Christians. It's who we are we serve because it's godlike it's what God wants. it's what God wants in Joshua in Joshua the twenty fourth chapter. Joshua, at the end of his, his time of leadership, is talking to the people. And he's kind of giving them this farewell speech. And in the middle of it, in Joshua twenty four fourteen, he says, Now therefore fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and truth, put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord, and serve the Lord. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, in other words, if it doesn't seem right to you, if it doesn't seem right, choose yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether you're going to serve the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river. And let me say this. There's a lot of gods involved in Christmas. A lot of gods involved in Christmas. There's one God, and then there's a lot of gods. There's a, God, a lot of things involved in Christmas that are not godly. Okay, so just just kind of keep it straight. Keep it separated. But he says. um, If it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you will dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Here's the deal. You're probably not going to change how the society around you serves and worships and handles Christmas. But as for you and your house, you can decide. As for you and your house, as for you and your house, you can decide who you're going to serve. That's what Joshua said. Joshua said, when it's all said and done, he says, I can tell you what to do. I can tell you the right thing. But as for me and my house... We're going to serve the Lord. So it's a personal thing. You can choose. You will choose. Are you going to serve? You're going to choose what's Christmas all about. You're going to choose the message you convey to your children. What is it? Who do you serve? This week, it was interesting to me, but a teacher... And I, and I don't even remember where she's from. I listened to it on the news. But a teacher, and, I, and I'm not condoning what she did, but a teacher stood up in front of her class, of first graders, and she said, there is no Santa Claus. Now, I don't know if she should or shouldn't do that. I, I probably wouldn't do that. She traumatized a bunch of first graders, and they went home and told their parents what she said. The parents were furious. The parents revolted and she got fired I say that to say this if she just stood in front of that class and said God is dead nothing would have happened nothing would have happened and I'm not saying I'm not saying she did right or wrong I, I don't think it was the smartest thing to do you know but she did it but she got fired for saying Santa Claus is dead he's not real she said he's not real but people can say, God's not real. We can't, we can't talk about Jesus and Christmas because, well, it's, you know, it's religious and you've got to separate all that. You, know. you don't get fired for that. Just think about it. So as for you and your house, you can decide. You know, as for you and your house. I can't always decide what happens in schools or workplaces or all around me, but as for me and my house, as for you and your house you can decide to serve the Lord. And by serving Him, you'll serve the people around you. Let's all stand. Heavenly Father, we just uh, thank You for this time. Lord, we can just pause and, and think a little bit about what we're doing. Why do we celebrate Christmas? Why do we even celebrate in the first place? And do we celebrate in a way to honor You? Lord, as your people, help us to be servants. Help us to serve. Help us to serve those around us. And Lord, as we do that, help us to remember that as we serve others, we're serving you. Lord, we thank you for the privilege to serve. Lord, I just pray that you just uh, be with us as we continue to, to celebrate your birth. Lord, just help us to realize how much you love us. That you sent your son to this earth to die for us. Lord, we just thank you for that. Lord, I pray if anyone has a need for prayer this morning, Lord, that you'd encourage them to come up and let the prayer team pray for them up front over to my left. Lord, that they'd be there ready to pray and minister if anyone has a need. Lord, we just thank you for being with us. Just bless us now as we go on our way. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen.